Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we discuss how RBI's new card network rule for banks may sway in favor of rupee. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick side note from Team Ditto. If you are a person who's great at communicating and are enthusiastic to join our team, Ditto is looking to recruit new insurance advisors. You don't even need to know about insurance. We would train you from scratch and you can enjoy working remotely with a great team. So if you are interested or know someone who is, please click the link in the description below. Now on to today's episode. In 2014, India got its very own card payment network, Rupee, thanks to the NPCI or the National Payments Corporation of India. If you don't know what a card payment network is, that's okay. Think of it as an elaborate system that enables banks and businesses to communicate with each other while processing transactions. For instance, if you have an ICICI bank credit card with a Visa logo on it, then ICICI bank is the issuer and Visa is your payment network. And if you swipe your card at a physical store, the machine connects to the card's payment network. The payment network then decides if it should accept or deny the transaction after communicating with the bank and checking to see if you have the balance and a few other things. While every full-fledged bank can issue a credit card, we only have a few card networks. There's Visa, Mastercard, Rupee, American Express and Diners Club. Now Visa and Mastercard together command 70 to 80% of the Indian credit card space. Rupee on the other hand takes up less than 3% of it. But flip to debit cards and you will see that it dominates 65% of the market. As you can imagine there's a gulf between Rupee's dominance in the debit card space and its absence in the credit card space. And there's actually a reason for this. When Rupee was born, the government made sure to tell every PSB or public sector bank that our domestic network was all that they would promote. So when a financial inclusion scheme like PM Jandhan Yojana was introduced, PSUs were only issuing Rupee debit cards to account holders by default. And that was one of the reasons Rupee took off and came to dominate the debit card market. But here's something we didn't tell you. You see, Rupee was created to compete with international card payment networks. So its debit card came with a zero MDR or merchant discount rate. Meaning, when you swiped your card at your next door grocer, the grocer paid nothing to the bank for processing this transaction. Normally, all card networks charge a fee ranging between 1 to 3%. So the grocer only gets to keep what's left after the fee is deducted. And the card network doesn't keep all the money to itself either. It distributes this money between the card issuing bank, grocer's bank and leaves a little bit for itself. The problem with rupee is that if it charged nothing, then banks made no money. Despite pushing these cards, they were throwing away their own lunch. But they did have an ace up their sleeve. While they couldn't do much about rupee debit cards, the credit cards were a whole different ball game. They had the option to choose the network that benefited them. They didn't have the pressure to promote rupee cards here, so they would have exclusive tie-ups with just a couple of dominant networks like Visa and Mastercard, and rupee wasn't getting the attention the government hoped for. So what did it do? You remember how the RBI now allows you to link credit cards to UPI? Yes. If you didn't know this already, you can do it. But you can only do it if you have a rupee credit card since the RBI decided to pilot this initiative with a homegrown payment network and suddenly both banks and customers were paying attention. 
But the thing is, they're not stopping at that. In another move that could affect the uptake of rupee credit cards, the RBI put forward a new draft rule that tells banks that they must let customers choose their own card payment networks. And this could be a bit of a game changer. Because earlier, you only picked the credit card on the basis of the kind of rewards they offered. So if Axis Bank offered a really cool credit card, you would go with them. You didn't really have a choice to decide if you wanted Visa, MasterCard or Rupee as your payment network. But if the RBI implements this new rule, then banks have to give all card payment networks a level playing field. They can't pick and choose between partners. The customer will have to make a choice. What's stopping customers from picking Rupee? Maybe support for international transactions, maybe failure rates, but even then, you can bet that some people will feel like supporting rupee over their foreign counterparts. Besides, banks may also benefit from new incentive schemes, the kind that the government rolled out for FY23. This scheme was worth 2,600 crore rupees and incentivized banks to promote point-of-sale or POS and e-commerce transactions using rupee debit cards. And that's not the only thing. There's also the regulatory bit. See, when the RBI comes up with new rules, Rupee usually complies pretty easily because it's a local card network. Global networks, however, may be at a disadvantage here, like they were back in 2021 when the RBI temporarily barred MasterCard, American Express and Diners Club from issuing new cards because they didn't comply with the local data storage rules. Rupee, meanwhile, has been immune to all this. The only caveat is that all of this may not happen overnight. For now, the RBI has asked interested stakeholders to send in their comments by August. And if that bodes well, this could become a mandate from October. What happens then? Well, we will just have to wait and see. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you want to share your feedback or suggestions, do drop us an email to hi at the rate finshots.in. Until next time.